Back for another episode of Full Steam Ahead, where we discuss all things STEM, but with a twist of art. Our goal is to encourage the next generation of STEM leaders, bring our experiences to life, and encourage you to reach your full potential. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back for another episode of Full Steam Ahead. Today, I've got Taylor D and LL with me. Um, You know, we've got a really exciting episode for you all, ready to kick things off. Well, uh, speaking of clubs, all right, so sometimes, you know, we have different things also in our um, society that we can kind of define as, you know, whether someone (laughs) historically said has been said is someone quote unquote down, right? So um, I wanted to take kind of a little a little quote from the great uh, Zora Neale Hurston. Um, I'm sure you all have probably read some of her books, um, seen some of the things that she's put out. Um, but even though it's not proven, um, a lot of people coin her with coming up with the phrase, all my skin folk ain't my kin folk, right? So I just want to see what, what, <laughs> first of all, let's start. Let me, let me, let me come back. So if you if you just look up the definition of kinfolk, it says that is is basically it's just people descended from a common ancestor. And skinfolk, which isn't really I don't know if that is actually a word. Apparently it's an urban dictionary now, and they define it as someone who is of your race or skin color, but not your family or friends. And then it has comma, probably not someone you even like. <laughs> So I just want to see what is y'all take on kinfolk and skinfolk. That's what we're gonna be talking about today. Taylor, you wanna start? I mean, sure, yeah. Uh I mean, I I feel like for the people that's listening, they kinda they already kinda really just know like what we mean when we say, you know, like skin folk is just everybody, it's like all black people, right? And kinfolk are people in my mind, kinfolk are people who are you know, who are down for black people, like who has black people, black people's best interests at heart, whenever, you know, whenever they're moving, whenever they, you know, speaking and presenting, you know, presenting, representing black people in general, like they have black people's best interests at heart. And you say all skin folk ain't kin folk. I mean, we got, we got so many examples uh, of people that I personally would say are skin folk, but not necessarily kin folk, people who are not necessarily like looking out for uh, looking out for us. First example that comes to mind, the person that, had, and I, I think you might you might bring this up a little bit later, Diane, but the first person that comes to mind when I think about this, being in the medical field is Ben Carson. Ben Carson is somebody, Ben Carson is somebody, you know, he was a pediatric neurosurgeon. He did the first, uh, first separation of conjoined twins at the head. And, you know, growing up, Knowing, like, knowing his story, like, where he came from, he's somebody that, you know, I admired and somebody, I, I didn't want to be a pediatric neurosurgeon, but he was just somebody in medicine that I kind of, I looked up to. And I think that's the case for a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of my friends that are in the medical field as well, um, kind of look up to him as well. And so whenever, you know, whenever Trump gets elected and he, he at whatever point that he, you know, he tell Ben Carson to be, you know, director of, uh, HUD, the Housing and Urban Development, I was just like, 
I, I really hope he doesn't, you know, doesn't accept this. And he did. And I'm, I'm just like, why, why would you align yourself with somebody who has been, you know, like, like spewing all this hate and bigotry and like all this, all this negative stuff. Why would you align yourself with that? And so I, he, he, he definitely lost some points. I, I, I still respect him as a as a medical professional, but I mean, I don't feel like he's somebody who's like necessarily looking out cares about black people, cares about minorities, or really anybody that, that you know anybody that's a minority. So, yeah, yeah, that's who came to mind for me too. First person was Ben Carson. Where I feel like I grew up, he was very much so. He was kinfolk, right? Like, yes, this black man has done the thing. Like, and then I feel like we became adults and this whole Trump stuff happened. I'm like, oh, you just got, you know, I also have thoughts about like the barbecue thing, but you're not invited no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't invite to the barbecue no more because you, you out here wow, right? But I don't even, I don't even feel like the, I don't even know the first time I heard it, but I do know the moment I heard it, I got it. Like no one had to explain what skin folk was, right? We just like, yeah, you feel it, right? You feel it and understand it. And I, I'm sure people listening also like, we know when you say all kin folk ain't skin folk. And that's something that definitely, I can't even tell you. I feel like it was an academic setting where maybe we have expectations for all the black people that are around us to support us and like have our best interests at heart, especially because like, you know, even in your, you all, the spaces you all are in, I'm sure you are one of few. So you, when you see another person who look like you, like we got each other. Like even though I don't even know you for real. I got you. And to learn that's not always true is one is slightly heartbreaking, but also like this phrase helps to capture the essence of it and like chuck it up to like this ain't my kin folk. This is my skin folk, and I know where you stand, where I stand with you, and where you stand with me. It's so sad too, cause cause like cause you. I, I, I'm like Issa, man. I'm like, I root for everybody black. And like, you ain't got to do anything. Just be black. Like, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Like, and not, you know, ain't no knock on anybody else. It's just like, we've been, we the people have been through so much. Like, we've had to overcome so much and still have to over, overcome so much. So like, like you black, like I'm rooting for you, man. Like, like, you know, put on and, and to run across somebody who's not down. It just, it hurts, but it is what it is, man. Keep it moving. Yeah, I, I feel y'all. So for me, I, I'm I'm like Alante. I I I don't know when I first heard it, but I know but I knew what it meant, like automatically. Um but i I never really had I guess a particular person in mind per se. But I do I did always get this like image in my head when I when I first heard it because I was like, Okay, that just mean like I always I think about I'm trying to remember if I was listening to a podcast or I was listening to to something new and somebody was talking about it might have been um yo i don't know why i'm really bad with names today but lately um what it from insecure um amanda seals oh. so amanda seals was talking about somebody you know gave her the 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 corporate dab or dap or whatever like they didn't they didn't really she was like she i don't know they they just wasn't with it or whatever so I was like, okay, like that's kind of what I picture. Like somebody that's either at your job and you see them, because we all do it. Like we all know you get to a company and you like, all right, how many black people here? Or like, is it just me? Or like, you get excited when you see other black people and somebody that look yeah. like you, right? Uh, or even if it's even if it's not somebody that's necessarily of the same race, but you but you you recognize that they have some uh, loyalty to 
they under they partially even understand your you know your your being or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's always good good to find that. But then like when when you like like Lante said, it's disheartening when you see somebody and they give you that that corporate dab or whatever. I'm saying I feel like I'm saying I'm saying dab and I'm supposed to be saying dab. No, this is killing me. Like some if someone like came up to me like. The corporate yeah, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, but but you know, maybe they're code switching. Maybe they're protecting their professional in, environment. And mm-hmm. I'm trying. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't. I'm trying. I'm trying. But you know, I thought like my best friend is in the suburbs, right? And like grew up um, going to Catholic school, and then she is. And she went to like a, a white Catholic church. You know, Detroit has like actually a decent amount of black Catholic churches. We're very different, but love her so much. She's my fave. But she's the type who will give you a corporate dab for real. She would, cause she like don't really know. But it's not because she doesn't have a bad relationship with her blackness. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. I do feel like there's nuances where we can't like immediately assume the certain gestures things that we're used to that one can't do but it doesn't mean it still don't put my point my my own antennas up but i just feel like i didn't want to like put that nuance out because there's different types of blackness right black blackness is not a monolith right and and exactly so that's that's kind of what i wanted i wanted to ask about like so like do you feel like there are like what do you feel like are positives and negatives that can kind of go into us you know, thinking that because, you know, like you said, you don't want to judge somebody automatically because on, on your end, you could, you could judge them and not, and be like, oh, I ain't rocking with them, but you don't even know them yet. But then also like, you know, the positive be like, okay, this person could possibly, this might be extreme. You could throw me under the bus, you know? Um, you know, what, what do y'all feel like, or do y'all feel like there's positives and negatives or you feel like it's only negatives or only positives? I think it it it's nuanced, right? Like I I, mm-hmm. I really do. I think that I think that it can. Just, I think that sometimes like assuming assuming this like looking for certain cues for blackness in professional settings can be tricky, right? Because if mm-hmm. I do not know you or I'm not sure about you, I'm gonna give you code switch Alante. You like even if you are black, if I can't sense immediately what's going on and i'm also very risk averse so i'm typically typically what happens is my coast which accidentally turns off like i just slip it out like that even happens in settings there's no no black person is there but me but um <laughs> i typically try to like not be the one to make the first like black move and let them do it and then i know what's going on so that's where they're positive and negatives because if someone is also thinking the same thing about you like I don't know about you like you here too so I don't know what what your thing is I can understand mm-hmm. how it could be prohibitive like creating relationships specifically like across like within within like the black culture that's within a corporate setting or academic setting music right. choice and hobbies like honestly like I low-key am very granola I love hiking kayaking like Did you say granola yes <laughs> I am a hipster, so I would, but I'm also like, you know, I have also an obnoxious ratchet side as well. So, mm-hmm. 
you know, but at work, I'm not going to talk about how, what I do at homecoming. I'm going to talk about, yeah, I went kayaking this weekend and my friends and I went for a hike and it was wonderful. And I tried a new, I made myself some new, like I do like making my own stuff. Like I made like a new type of like energy mix. So yeah, it's a great weekend. Not energy mix. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> got you. <laughs> right. So like, don't, yeah. don't assume, you know, don't assume that I'm not. That I'm kinfo, like I am kinfo. I, I just think you have get somebody talking to. Yeah. Uh, See, for bad. me, I'm gonna but try I, to. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I, I'm gonna try to find little ways to like slip it in. Yeah. Like it might be like, oh, do you like such and such and such, or do you like that? Um, and then kind of see how someone's response is, and then I can kind of go from there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I kind of, I kind of just start. If you give me the room with the person for a little bit, I, I, I feel like I can figure them out for the most part. Kind of like where they stand. So I'll, you know, I'll ask about music or food or oh, what are you doing the weekend. I might get, I might get kayaking as an answer. And I'm like, oh, okay. And low key, the stuff that we like saying, like white people stuff, with that stuff be fun, man. Kayaking is, is fun, man. But, but yeah, but yeah. I think it's, uh, I think I, it's I, important that's like, that's to. Like an aside. I feel like that's like an aside. I feel like. Uh, stuff that we like being like white people stuff. We kind of experience everything, whatever. Don't just like discount stuff just because like oh white people do it, man. We missing out on a lot of stuff just because we think only one segment of people can can enjoy it. Uh. I th- I think it's important to to clarify that you know, or I, I think it's important to put out that a lot of times there's a lot of things that we say is white people stuff, or or society may try to deem as white people stuff, but. It's all things that we that we still do, or it's things that you should experience in your life. Like I feel like everybody should have the chance to go floating or kayaking, uh, whitewater rafting, all that different stuff. Those are all. It shouldn't it shouldn't just be oh that's a like a this race type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I think that unfortunately sometimes if we do hear like if if you ask somebody oh yeah what you doing this weekend? It's be like oh you going to like let's say it's a big white party going on uh, in the city and you everybody you know is going to it. But then the one person at work that you ask and they like, nah, I'm going, you know, I'm about to go. We doing a, I don't have a good example, but they doing something that's not that white party, right? Mm-hmm. And you like, oh, they doing something that them white folks be doing or somebody else be doing, you know? Uh, it's important to not just cast that person away just because of that, you know? And that's, that's why I think it gets kind of dangerous by trying to categorize someone by either the things that they do or what or what they're not doing because like Alante said uh um you know her her friend will will give the the what you said give a code switch right yeah she don't even know what to do yeah yeah Yeah, some people just don't know but then yeah but then when you really get to know them you're like oh okay this person is actually cool so I feel like it's important to you know keep it keep it Keep it friendly. Keep open. But I do yeah. have one thing. The head nod, or at least the acknowledgement, that rubbed me the wrong way. Like, if we walk in, in a hallway really? and you looking straight and not looking at me, and we the only mm-hmm. black people in the hallway, I am I am questioning. I am questioning. I'm not saying I'm going to oh, yeah. immediately categorize you out, but that's weird to me. To me, that's weird. <laughs> These new kids, nah. you know, I'm on These new kids will look right past you. I'm like... Happened in the nineties and two thousands. Yeah, that that just may be like a generational. Like I'm, I'm thinking about TikTok right now or or whatever. Like they're not even like paying right. to their surroundings or, or something. 
lie. But but sometimes yeah, you can't tell. They just like walking straight. Like come on, man. Especially you like if you're the only yeah, you like only one or a few black people in a, in a certain. Hey man, look, look out for each other, man. You're not even acknowledging me, man. So that right. I, I get yeah. I get that. I definitely get that. Yeah, I I try to. Good. I was just gonna say I try to I try to acknowledge everybody in general. It it don't matter. But if 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 yeah. I see you you skin folk, I try to I try to you know make some sort of connection because it's like it's it's the two of us. You know, like let's you know let's figure don't it out. Don't look down with head at me either. That's what I'm gonna be wondering. But like this versus like this, I'm like okay, all right, I'm done with. I don't even well, know what's the the downward could still be like a what's good, bro. Like that type of thing. You can do. So you do the downward. You can do up. You can do down too. And I think that's like where it's like if you don't know, maybe you don't know, or you're trying that's to be super professional still. Yeah. That's where I'm like, I don't mind, even if the head nod is off. If that's off, it's like well, they still doing it. They still trying. That's okay. At least they acknowledge me. But but yeah, now nah, I mean I think in general like it, it is more important to like if you're gonna judge like just some just people like by what they're standing for, not necessarily like the, the activities they get involved in. Like because like y'all said earlier, like black people are the monolith. There are like I listen I listen to almost exclusively just like rap music, maybe like some jazz, whatever. Every once in a while, like some rock music or like country, but not not really. But there are black people out there who are like you know down for the cause, like they care about black people. They you know, but they listen to like country music and they go to Natasha Bedingfield concerts and go to music. Hey, look, man, if you turn on some Josh Thompson, you turn on some Josh Thompson, I'm going I'm to be singing. I just did it at karaoke about a month ago. I was killing it. I don't, why don't you sing it now, man? I have no idea who this person is. It's called Way, it's called way Out Here. Way Out Here. That's how. It's your voice. That's it. That's all y'all get. <laughs> we moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i mean it, everyone has different interests so I, I think we i will say i feel like we as as black people do do a bad job about like misjudging people especially like growing up i know there's like a lot of people that i went to college with that went to they may have gone to like black schools whatever but because they had different interests black people kind of ostracized them and and say like oh well you're not black or you're an oreo or, or whatever just because you know they speak proper or properly like, i still don't know how to say that but you know the, because they speak well and you know make good grades or whatever or whatever that people deem to like not be traditionally black and they ostracize them and it kind of like ruins the black experience for like these people who are not your average black person and it just kind of affects how they move around black people when they get older you know and so i feel like that kind of stuff we have to kind of unlearn and allow people to like be themselves and not think that black people have to be like a certain way. So that goes for black people and white people, you know. It's like everyone just like thinks black people have to be a certain way, you know. Right. I and I th I think it goes for everybody. Like like it only does it only does us more harm if we say, "Oh, you've got to be like this to be to be black." That only puts us more in a box and puts us more where society wants us to be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So do y'all do you all have any um stem heroes that are kin that are sorry that are skin folk <laughs> and would you consider them kin folk as well ben carson right. oh but not but also yeah. kin folk oh yeah okay okay oh, two part oh, so wow. skin folk but then also would you consider them 
kinfolk as well. So we already know y'all would not consider y'all consider Ben Carson kinfolk, yeah. but not kinfolk. I'm gonna go with like Ryan McNair. So of course, never met him, but I met his brother. And McNair, you know that's the name of our engineering school. Tomorrow, Carl he, McNair. Carl McNair. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, that's that's my a, godfather. What? <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> wow! Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, his daughter. His daughter went to A and T. That's my god sister. The world is small. Was, well, I I yeah. met him at work <laughs> when I was working. And, you know, we got to talking because I was like, I went to A&T, you know, I was an engineer, da, da, da. So, you know, he's warm and bubbly. And it was just like, just, uh, so I just feel like, of course, I never met, I'm, we no, we, we wouldn't have met Ryan McNair because he was, he had already passed by the time we were born or like as kids or whatever. And um, I just imagine, like he a Q, right? And, you know what I'm saying? From A&T. And he like didn't take no mess, so I just feel like he would have been somebody that would have been very much so skin folk and kin folk. I feel like he's still coming to homecoming type thing if he was alive. Yeah, yeah, oh, they, they, yeah, because <laughs> his his brother, uh, they be at every homecoming, so I know every time I come to homecoming, I'd be like, hey, what tent y'all at? I'm <laughs> I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming with you next yeah. time, so I can say hi to him. Yeah, again. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's 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 a that's a really good example. I that wasn't even, that didn't pop in my head right off the top, but but definitely, uh, definitely Ron McNair. Um, what about you, Taylor? Shit, I gotta, I gotta think about it, man. I, just in general, the STEM heroes. I'm trying to think of think of uh, famous people. I can't. Even, I'm drawing a blank right now, but just in general, anybody that's like in the field, all the like doctors that I that I that have like either taught me or that are like in positions of power, like in, in the uh, in the medical field, who are like helping, uh, who are helping us like get through, you know, get through school and help us become, you know, be able to become doctors. Um, they're all my heroes. Um, there's a there's a lady who was in was director of admission, or I don't know if she was director, but she was something in admissions at my in my medical school. And so I went to I went to University of Texas Medical Branch, and my class had it's like 230 people in the whole class and I think like 40, 47 of us, so it was like 20% of the class were black and that had never happened before. And if you, if you're like, if you're kind of in the medical field, if you're black in the medical field, like most of the time, more than likely that was not your experience. Like my friend right down the street that was in Houston, she was like one of like maybe 10 or whatever. So we had like a little like mini HBC or whatever. And that had not happened before like at, at UTMB, like the class before us had like maybe 20 in the class after us, like they let us in, <laughs> they let us in, I guess, or we earned our way or whatever. Um, and then after that, like the number just like started dropping down. It was like 20 the next year and then like, you know, like 15. So it got, it got much lower. So Dr. Dr. Lori Thomas, man, she, she put on, like she, my girl said, like she understood the assignment. Like she was in a position where she could help other people, like put them in a position where they could succeed and, and, and she did that, and, and we all, you know, we all became doctors. So I think that's that. That's my hero. That's that's how that's how I'm trying to be. That's the point I'm trying to get to where I'm I'm putting people on, you know, like and and letting it be known that like we more than just like it. It's more of us like coming. For me, so I got a couple that I that I just wrote down. I got to add one person to it. Um. So and 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 I'm not trying to exclude nobody or anything. These are just people that pop up in my head so the so dr johnny green um out at oak ridge national laboratory was really probably one of my one of my first like seeing like okay like he really like 
on it. I don't know if y'all have ever been to Oak Ridge National Laboratory, but he's like the he's the director of. I don't even. Uh, he was like the director of building technologies or something out there when I was there. Or he was he was over the people that were over that. So he he was and he helped get me the internship. So shout out to him, uh, Keith Britton, um, doing his thing. He has his own civil engineering company in Dallas. Um, Troy Alley. So the Alley brothers, they they have their own uh, minority trucking company. Um, and they give out tons of scholarships every year and are super humble. Actually, all these people I'm talking about are, are really humble people. Like, they're easy to talk to. They'll give you advice. Um, and I don't even, I don't, the, the, the Alley brothers probably don't remember me, but I ended up at one of their conferences one time, kind of by accident. It was when I was at Arkansas, and somebody was just like, oh, you trying to trying to hit this conference? And I was like, yeah. I was like, when y'all going? They was like, today. And I was like, okay, what time the bus leave? And they was like, one. And I was like, I'm about to go pack then. And so then we went down to Dallas and then I just, it was just, it was good. They got a whole career fair. It's dope. Um, and then, um, so Alante knows this one, uh, Dr. Stephanie Luster Teasley, um, just out here doing it. Um, but still, still down to earth, um, you know, still will talk to you about, you know, about most anything. And then she'll, she's going to be real with you too. She's going to be like, all right, you know, she's going to make you call her doctor. Just, just so you remember, but then she also mm -hmm. is gonna tell you, all right, you need to do this because you didn't do so great on that last quiz or whatever. Um, yeah, and I consider all these people skin folk and kin folk. For sure, for sure, for sure. Now I want to add, Doctor. Uh, I want to add, Doctor Henderson. He went. To, he was at Illinois, but he's now at University of Houston now. Super dope. So like, just very much so a fun loving person. Like, oh, that's what it's like to like be a professor and like have a life and like make impact. Um, and just do it kind of, I know it's not effortlessly, but it looks like it. Um, so I want to add him to the list. That's my mentor. I love him so much. So um, be be before we before we wrap things up, have y'all ever been disappointed by someone you felt was kinfolk? Yes, but I have a better story. <laughs> Mine was like quick. It was a quick disappointment. Like, oh, oh, like that. That's all that happened to me. Like very quickly got excited and then let down. But I had someone who like, I'm not going to say the school because this was at one of the schools I went to. They were working with a black woman who was a professor, but they end up having some health issues. Not the professor, but the student. And the professor, like, instead of being supportive, they were like, you need to get it together. They were like talking bad about them to the rest of the faculty. And that person ended up having to transition to another program, like a whole other graduate program as a result. And that professor was the only black woman in that department, right? And so, you know, when you are, and the student was also a black woman. And so I have never had, like literally, I think Dr. Lester Teasley was like the only black woman professor I've had like ever. And so to have an advisor that is a black woman, like, sounds like a dream to me. Um, and so you would get really excited to come to a school, know that you're going to be working with someone who looks like you, has experiences like you, and to be treated, like, so boldly is, um, is disappointing. And that definitely was, like, disheartening for me. Like, it definitely was a wake-up call watching my friend's experience. Like, oh, snap, you really got to, like, pay attention to who you're around and not assume just because you all the same color that they're going to really have your best interests at heart. You, I got you. Understood. Uh, I thought it was me. I it was me. <laughs> what was the question again, man? I, I, you said somebody, <laughs> it was, uh, somebody disappointed you. Descri yeah, describe a time that that you know 
that you were disappointed by someone you felt was kinfolk? Mm. Mm. Kanye. Kanye. He's disappointed me a few times now. Uh, <laughs> I always got to bring back the music, man. You know, he was talking about like, he's, he's done a few things, but when he was talking about slavery was a choice, it's like, well, I, I, I get what you're saying, man, but I don't know that, that your platform was a venue to, uh, to be saying these types of things. Um, and trying to, and giving people ammo to say like, oh well, yeah, slavery was a choice and black people are in the position they're in because they choose to be, you know, and I got what you're trying to say, but like, I don't feel like you just say that on the platform. So I, I feel like he, he, we lost him a long time ago, but I still jam his music. I feel you. I feel you. I don't know that I have an actual, um, like single person that I can really, really think of. Um, except the fact that I was, as an Atlantan, I was disappointed that B.O.B. was talking about he was a flat earther. Um, yeah. But other than that, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't, I can't really think of, think of anything. I do, I do know like one time, and I'm not gonna say like where this was at, but I remember there was, there was one dude that, that you know, I, let me rewind this. <laughs> I just felt like there was one time where there was a guy where I was like, yo, I was like, all right, you know, come come to this. I'm I'm doing this. I'm hosting this event. Um, you know, show up, you know, and I thought, you know, because we we went to the same went to the same school, know some of the same people. I thought maybe he would show a little bit more love or whatever. Or I'm thinking, all right, you know, it's not that many it's not that, that many of us here, you know, and I thought you may want something to do on the weekends, but they would they would never slide through. And I'm just I would be like, What's like why you not why you don't want to kick it? Why not? Or why you don't want to just just chill? So, <laughs> <You're just silly. laughs> maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. Yeah. But and and that's not to say that this this person is not uh that they that they not 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 kinfolk. Because in that moment, I felt a little disappointed. But I think it's important to also not project your feelings on other similar situations or other things. Like I had to learn, you know, like okay, everybody doesn't want to do X Y Z, and that kind of go that ties back into the whole, you know, like. You can't you can't monolith black people. You can't expect all black people to want to do the same thing, uh, and people in general. You can't just you can't expect a certain type to do a certain thing. That's stereotype folks. So, yeah, yeah dude, might have just been like, man, I don't know all these people, man. I'm, I'm socially awkward. That's true too. Yeah, this could have could have been a lot of things going on. But, right. I yeah, you I had to. You bring point too um, about awkwardness, right? Like, you no know, engineer mm-hmm. socially awkward. So. This is true. This is yeah. true. Yeah, some of Hope, hope hopefully you're able to, to come through that now. Like you're able to process that. Little, little I'm able. I'm able to make it through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do you, how do y'all think we can um we can avoid negatively judging someone because they don't fit into our or what we perceive as our kinfolk category? Air quotes kinfolk category. What we perceive. Uh, I, I would say. I will say I will. You should judge people based on like what they say and do with regards to like black black issues. I feel like you know what their what their interests are like outside of you know what they do in their personal life or what music they like. I feel like that shouldn't be as important as like what they're you know what they're saying they stand for. So if there's you know if they're saying they're they're like they're down for black people. They they care about black issues and that sort of thing. Then you should take people at that and not like make this box of like what you perceive a black person to be 
like outside of that. And granted, like me saying that is like putting them in a box, like where you have to like care about black people in order to like be kinfolk. But that's like, that's my box. Like you have to meet that criteria only. And outside of that, like black people can be like whoever they want. They can be, they can express themselves how they want to. And so we have to kind of keep that in mind and not like project our own, our own standard of like what a black person should look like. Yeah. Yep. I, I- I'm going to go a little step further, Taylor, because I feel like also like the openness to like being more engaged with black issues, I think is also like there has to be a willingness because I do think I, I meet people sometimes. It's not that they don't want to. Maybe they don't know how. They've never had to think about it. No one's ever presented that to them as an option. And so like if you are now willing to at least be more you know thoughtful about about you know, empowering other black people, I can at least work with that. Right. Um, and I feel like I do try my best to be very open. Like even when I met my best friend, we were like 19 and I was like, Oh man, she cool. She cool. And she like, don't know no black people. So I'm about to just do all this stuff and like to expose her, which really when I, now that I'm older, I, I, that was terrible. And I've apologized to her about that. Like to like judge your blackness so harshly, it was not cool, right? Like thinking you should be this type of black person. And so that taught me a lesson as I've grown. And and fortunately we've stayed friends. And she did also have a desire to understand, you know, to be more like immersed in blackness, like what we, what we call blackness and black culture, but how she was when I met her, she was perfectly fine that day, you know? So I think that has, I keep that in mind when I meet people who may not like be black in the same way that I am is just like, okay, but I've met like an amazing human who is now like one of my best friends who I count on for life, who was totally different from me. So obviously like, let me not make these assumptions. Um, But I think in professional settings, I do still tread lightly and I don't necessarily ever expect a black person to look out for me simply because we are both black. Even though I'm gonna do that for them, I'm not expecting that back to me. That's real, that's real. I, that was a, that that was good. Both of y'all killed it. Yeah. Um. So as we as we go ahead and wrap up, I, th- I think some of the tips that we can, or some of the takeaways that we can, you know, say from this, or you know, basically, um, you know, just their head, not their heart. Um. For me, I would definitely say take the emotion out of it. Um. You know, don't don't try to expose someone like you just mentioned, Alante, and um. Really, just just tread tread lightly, especially in professional settings. Would you all agree with that? Those takeaways. Only the best thing I just I would say just be true to yourself in professional settings, right? Like if you somebody who's like I'm about my people, no matter how they behaving, then do that. Be true. Yeah. True. And then another thing is also just making sure that um, you know that you just don't like like we all have people that we don't like don't might not get along with you know you also got to separate that from 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 the the other issue like if you don't like someone you don't like someone it doesn't it won't matter about their you know culture race whatever if you don't if you don't like someone separate that don't let that be you know something else that you because you're already holding you have some sort of bias towards them anyway don't don't try to make it worse i guess is what i'm saying well all right um i really appreciate you all for being here having this great conversation today i really enjoyed it um so i'll let you all go on ahead and 
do your social media handles let everyone know where they can find you and how they can follow you um and you know learn more about full steam ahead and the the things that we that we talk about yeah (laughs) you catch me on instagram uh instagram roscoe for ro i can't spell r-o-s-c-o-l-d the number four you can find me on instagram at black and grad school that's b-l-k-i-n-g-r-a-d-s-h-o-o-l all right, you can find me. Well, you can find all of us. Um, you can find the podcast at full underscore steam underscore ahead. Um, you can find me at king underscore Santiago 25 and also at J L I N Z underscore E N T. So make sure y'all check us out, follow us to keep up with everything. And um, we appreciate you for tuning in. Thanks, y'all. Stay black.